Are you a perfectionist? Today, I'm getting deep on how to turn never feeling good enough into your superpower. Perfectionists see mistakes as failures, but guess what? You're not a failure. If you're a perfectionist, this one is gonna resonate with you, girl, because I'm going to talk about perfectionism and how to change and shift perfection into purpose. Let's go. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self Podcast. I'm Lindsay Nichol, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. We are in episode 17 of the Her Best Self podcast. And today is a topic so close to my heart. Are you a perfectionist? Girl, at one point in my life, I felt like that was a badge of honor that I would wear around. And I desired to create such high standards for myself that it led me down such a slippery slope. Maybe that's you. Maybe you don't know if you're a perfectionist. Good news is that today I'm going to talk to you about perfectionism and all of the different facets of it. We're also going to cover how you can use perfection to elevate your purpose and how you can leverage it as an advantage for yourself and your future. So what is perfectionism? It is these unrealistic standards extreme unreasonable expectations tied to self-worth. And really, if you've ever had this never-ending self-evaluation that happens in your mind, almost like a report card of, did I do this right? And okay, well, that was B minus, that's not good enough. And these traits of always thriving to be flawless, then you might be a perfectionist. Maybe you start each week out with these lofty attempts to finally follow a meal plan or get your life together or finally put yourself first and get recovery from disordered eating. Or maybe just maybe it's like you have all these intentions of doing the work, but then as soon as you do something wrong, your hands are thrown up, you're over it, you're done, and you're back to being a failure. Is that you? A pioneer in the eating disorder field, Hild Brunch, said people with eating disorder tendencies and full-out diagnoses demonstrate what he calls super perfectionism. If you've ever thought about, you know, how your relationship with food started, maybe you started a diet thinking, okay, I'm gonna lose a couple pounds and then I'm gonna be happy. And then when you don't find that happiness inside, you continue striving for it. 
you continue feeling like I am not going to fail at myself. I need to be perfect. I need to be the best at this. I can do this. And that's where that struggle of control comes in. And you try diet after diet. And this is why that 35% of these chronic dieters, I've talked about this before on the show, but they go down the slope straight into a horrific, miserable path of disordered eating. And maybe that's you. And today I want to honor your journey. I want you to really be present to where you are in your journey. We're gonna talk about perfectionism. And one episode is not gonna cover all that I want to today, but I'm gonna try to make this one extremely helpful for you so you can start implementing some things to pivot your perfectionism characteristics and qualities to work for you instead of having power over you. Let's go a little bit deeper into perfectionism. So if you constantly have that A mindset or 100%, like you are going 100% all in girl on any goal that you try to do in your mind, you're already there. This is a perfectionist trait. Maybe you are constantly overwhelmed of all the things and you never feel good enough because you always have so much to do and nothing gets done and so you procrastinate because you would rather not face it or do it than it be done in your mind as wrong or bad, right? You can't ever even achieve because it could always be better. And this creates a life of disappointment. It creates a life of unmet expectations. When your focus is always on the future or the outcome, this really robs you of the present. This robs you and it creates anxiety. You will find yourself having obsession and self-hate and really hating your body and having all of this negative self-talk, never feeling loved, never feeling seen, not speaking truth over yourself, and you constantly feel judged by others as well as judging others. I think about my basically my entire life and every single thing that I did not do and get first at, especially in the figure skating world, I was a failure. It wasn't, okay, I'm learning, I'm going to get better at this, I need to start really practicing my craft, it's progress over perfection. For me, it was so black and white. I took on every single mistake as a personal attachment to my identity. It was a personal disappointment. I was a disappointment. I wasn't good enough. And maybe you do that in your life too. Perfectionists value the outcome and not the process. So again, that's what I'm talking about. It's this, I wanna be first at this, or I need to be thinner, or I need to lose weight, or I need to make sure I'm only eating clean foods. And if you go anywhere outside of the lines, you're a failure, you're done, you're not good enough. There are three different types according to the American Psychological Association of perfection. Self-oriented perfection, which is I must be perfect. I'm putting this all on myself. I have to be perfect. And it's that thrive to be flawless, thrive to be flawless. And then the second type is socially prescribed perfection. Others expect me to be perfect. So therefore, I better get my crap together. My self-esteem is tied up and being perfect by the world. And the third type is others-oriented 
which I expect others to be perfect. I constantly set these unattainable goals or unattainable expectations on people around me in my circle. And therefore, it's basically the opposite of that self-oriented perfectionism. And what I see is that people can move into all of these three, or you can just be very strong in one category. But for me personally, I feel like I've been in all three of these different types. I mean, I've always had a struggle with needing to be perfect. I have always felt like others expected me to be perfect. And I really expect others around me to be perfect too. And I've just always been that way until I realized I was robbing myself of the present. And this isn't something that, you know, I'm coming and sharing here and acting like I'm on the other side of this. I mean, I would say no longer am I a perfectionist and holding that up like it is a badge of honor. I'm a good enoughist and I strive for excellence. So the point that I wanted to make today is that this ideal of perfectionism, this never-ending desire to create this unreasonable expectation that's tied to your self-worth is what gets us so entangled in unhealthy behaviors with food and our bodies. We never will feel good enough if we sit in perfectionism. Now, social media has been linked to perfectionism, according to researchers, and perfectionism is on the rise. And this is because we, I, you, are constantly trying to measure up to all of these perfect images, all of these curated images. And you can check out episode seven of the podcast. I go into details around social media and eating disorders. But this is why we're bleeding this need and desire to feel perfect, to look perfect, to be perfect. And as I was prepping for the show today, I'm just sitting in my office thinking to myself, the energy that I have created to build a life, have a body, and this fake desire, not authentic at all, mind you, to be perfect was wasted so many years, so much energy trying to be number one. For what? For what? For who? Because guess what? I've been number one and I've been number 50. And I will tell you, friend, number one didn't feel like so much fun. It just didn't. It didn't feel fun because I still didn't feel like I was good enough. And so that brings me right back to why this is such a detriment to ourselves, our bodies, and our relationship with food ultimately. Because if we are constantly, if you are constantly labeling food as good or bad, maybe you feel like you can't become thin enough. Maybe if you experience orthorexia, you have this obsession with finding the perfect clean food with five ingredients or less. You think it's fine for others to eat a certain way, but you still eat differently, and then you judge others when they judge you, or you judge others for the way they eat. It's such an illusion, like a brain warp, to feel this crazy control and this crazy complex personality characteristic that is so unhealthy and so delusional. Perfectionists see mistakes as failures. For me, no amount of thinness was ever going to be good enough. No amount of first place medals was ever going to be good enough. It always changed. The level always changed in the game. And so the game I was playing, I could never win because it was constantly set against me. And I was setting the stakes against myself. Are you doing that too? Are you so 
full of a life of misery or a life of disappointment because you're putting these expectations on yourself that are not fair to begin with. Today, I want to enter a new concept for you. I want to talk about how we can shift perfectionism into our secret superpower. I've done this. It's a constant work in progress, but I've done this and you can too. So while you may constantly feel like you're striving and you're always failing, instead of looking at the desire to be perfect and tying it to your self-worth when you don't hit whatever perfection looks like in your mind, you can strive for excellence instead. Doesn't that feel good? Like, doesn't that feel good to say, I'm gonna strive for excellence today? People who strive for excellence, they accept mistakes as inevitable and they value learning from them. And that's the biggest thing is that Excellence is this healthy striving to be great, to be excellent. It promotes growth and it promotes that development. The difference between perfectionism and excellence is that your perfection is not attainable. The goal is always moving upwards. But with excellence, you offer yourself grace. When you don't meet what you're trying to achieve, you don't reset the bar higher and feel like a failure. With excellence, you know, I'm learning from my mistake. I'm going to move on. And today I'm showing up as my best self. And I'm doing this for me. This was a key driver in my recovery and a key driver that I leverage with my clients. If we're constantly trying to be perfect, whether or not that's in a relationship or with disordered eating or recovering from an eating disorder or as a mom or as a colleague, If you're constantly trying to do all the things at a level that is not even attainable, girl, no wonder why you feel stuck. No wonder why you are struggling. No wonder why you're going to these unhealthy behaviors to try to control because you can't control all the things because you always feel like you're out of control because you never feel good enough because you've set unattainable, unrealistic expectations over your life. If that's you, today I want you to strive for excellence instead. Okay, so how do I do that? How do I strive for excellence? Like all this sounds great, but how do I apply this? You can turn your perfectionism into your superpower when you shift gears and you stop measuring to impossible outcomes and you set actionable goals daily. Like I'm gonna listen to my body today. I'm gonna eat three meals. I'm gonna feel good about this. And I'm going to feel like maybe I'm not there yet and maybe I want to restrict or maybe I want to overeat or maybe I want to go hide in my relationship with food and how I hate my body. Maybe I want to sit in that depressive state, but striving for excellence is challenging that and going, okay, I'm going to stop searching for the ultimate outcome that feels extremely impossible that I'm going to fail at anyway. And I'm going to use that one small step and that next best step and then another step to learn as I go, to grow as I go, to improve as I go, and give myself grace as I go. Because friend, that's the only way you're going to experience a journey free from never feeling good enough. We have to stop putting these labels of perfectionist on our life because guess what? It's not a badge of honor. Yes, we can use it to our advantage and turn it into our superpower but we need to be striving for excellence. 
Because with excellence, you're not just like setting a far in advance goal and sitting there with your hands crossed doing the same behaviors that are never gonna get you to your goal, right? I wanna recover from, from this eating disorder, but I can never see myself recovering. And quite frankly, I don't even know what that looks like right now. So I'm just gonna continue doing the same things and feel like a failure because I'm never gonna get there. It feels so far away. Striving for excellence is putting the belief in your heart that today you're gonna try. And maybe you're gonna fail tomorrow, but you know what? You're gonna tie up your boots, girl. You're gonna put on your heels. You're going to put them Uggs on, rock it out and start another day. Offering yourself grace because the thing with perfection is it's like wrapped up in this perfect wrapping paper. This is how I feel. And it's handed to you on the silver platter. And it's just like, here, open it. Don't you want it? And once you open it, it's like you can't wrap it back up the same way that it was wrapped. It's never gonna happen. It's never gonna be skinny enough. It's never gonna be the best. You're always gonna be comparing yourself to others. You're always gonna expect others to be better than you are and expect others to meet these unattainable goals that you've placed on them, including yourself. And why is this bad? Because it gets in the way of all your progress and it's extremely depressing. I wanna share with you guys a couple of steps in order to shift from perfection to excellence is to set those achievable, small, actionable daily things. Instead of saying, I'm never gonna find peace with food, I'm never gonna get out of this damaging cycle in my life, how about doing something today, right now? Listen to episode 15. Do you really want freedom from food? And this will help give you some ideas as well. But do something today that's gonna get you one step further. Because guess what? Once you do that, you haven't failed. You're growing. And that contributes to momentum, which is gonna plunge you forward versus holding you back in fear and procrastination because you feel like you'll never be good enough. The second thing you can really do is give yourself a heaping dose of freaking reality. You're human. You are human. We all mess up. You mess up. But what's awesome? is no matter how much we mess up, we aren't any less loved by our creator. In fact, if we were meant to be perfect, we wouldn't need him. If we were meant to be perfect, think about that. We'd all walk around this planet. What would perfect even mean? The bar would probably be set higher, right? That's my point. A coach can also call you out on your junk because you're your most worst critic so if you don't have someone supporting you in your corner, I highly recommend it. You can reach out to me and you can go straight to my website at lindsaynickel.com and you can see that I will provide one-on-one -on -one coaching services for you. Fill out the free application, submit it, and let's start working together. Give yourself a heaping dose of reality and permission because you aren't God and you don't need to be perfect and you weren't meant to be perfect and get yourself an accountability partner that's gonna hold you to the fire. And then last but not least, seek opportunities to be challenged. This increases your self-trust muscle, girl. Keep showing up. When you challenge that voice inside your head that tells you you don't need carbs, when you challenge that voice inside your head that tells you you're gonna go out to dinner with a friend and get a salad and put the dressing on the side, when you challenge that voice inside of your head by deleting my fitness pal, by eating something new, by not going to the gym and not caring at all. When you push yourself out of that rigid routine that you're in, that's when you're gonna find the freedom. That's when you would have graduated 
from perfectionism because you're no longer striving for something unattainable. You're living in the present moment and being free to have a choice and a voice and giving yourself reality and permission to be imperfectly perfect. I wanna share with you this song that I found and I have just been binging since I heard it. It's by Switch, they're a really awesome, awesome band, but it says, I keep finding myself fighting to avoid the mirror, the mirror. I could use some help because I don't like what I see here, see here. Do I measure up? Am I good enough? What if I fail? What if I can't do it well? Will they walk away? Will you walk away? Do you think I'm worth it still? But when all I see are the flaws, you see perfection. Looking through this mess of a heart, you see perfection. When you can't trust yourself, I want you to think your worth is not found and your desire to get everything right. That's such an illusion. You don't need to prove your worth. You just are worthy because you are. So as you go into your day and week, I want you to know this. You are freaking perfectly imperfect with a cherry on top and that sweet friend, you are more than enough. As Confucius would say, better a diamond with a flaw than a pebble without. You are slowly learning to love yourself again and you are allowed to give yourself grace through this process. I encourage you, stop trying to do all the things and doing all the things only one way, believing that you have to be flawless. You know what the truth is? Being flawless isn't special. What makes you you is that you are flawed. And what's even more rewarding is that once you get out of this pit, because you will, you can look back and you can see that your flaws are all part of this journey. One final thing I wanted to share with you today because I think it's epic is a quote by Ashley Hetherington. I dare you to take off the mask of perfection and show up as you are. Feel the freedom, the relief, the lightness, because when you are real, that's when you actually heal. And those around you just might heal too. What are you hiding behind with your desire to be perfect? This week, I dare you to take off the mask of perfection and show up as you are, because that's where you're going to pivot from perfection into this purpose-driven life that only you can create for yourself. Because when you get to that place, that's when you can actually heal. Girl, I just wanna encourage you today, if you sit with perfectionism, no, it might not happen overnight, but you can shift your desire to be perfect into a desire of excellence. You can be excellent without holding the identity like a badge of honor when you can't and can't possibly meet expectations. I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode and I just want to say thank you so very much for listening. It is such an honor to have you here. I am so blessed to be able to get my heart and voice out with the world. If you're looking for support with disordered eating and you've had enough and you're just tired, 
You are sick and tired of counting calories. You're tired of binging and purging and restricting and over-exercising. I'm your girl. You can come find me and email at info at We're currently working on the website right now, but go out to lindsaynickel.com and you will see me there. Thank you so much. I hope you have a blessed week. Feel the freedom, the relief, and the lightness because you're a diamond. And yes, you might be flawed, but hey, that's better than a pebble anyway. Talk to you soon, girl. Oh, friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show. And I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time, bye for now, girl.